Excuse me, miss. Uh, what's that you're listening to? Well, it's a podcast. It's all about this couple from England who are in a lifestyle, and they talk about their adventures. So is uh, that child-friendly, then, is it? No. <laughs> they say lots of naughty things, and they swear a lot. But would you like to listen? Get in the gym or to your car With our advice you could go far We fuck things up and we make mistakes And talk about our sexy dates It's getting hard for this to rhyme Just as well cause it's bed hopping time Great Scott! It's only Bedhoppers here again. Episode 27. I am Mr. H. Over there in the corner. Mrs. H. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> ten Bedhopper points for you, Mrs. H. You got your name right. Only ten? Well, I can't just be doling out Bedhopper points everywhere. I'm not going to get anywhere at this rate. Aren't you giving out like a thousand for a kiss or something? I believe it was a hundred thousand for a kiss <laughs> is the correct standard so of Bedhopper. So ten is nothing. For, or was it a hundred and twenty thousand gets you the, the Bedhopper's works <laughs> and some stickers. Wow, I'm not going to get very far with 10. Well, given the fact that you also own the account on the Bedhopper's points. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to completely um, sabotage it later. You're going to flood Add the market. fictitious points. You're going to counterfeit the Bedhopper points. If you like. Really. Please note, audience, the Bedhopper points are irredeemable or have no actual real value at all. <laughs> anyway, I'm much better this week. I'm all recovered. Yay! Mm. Is your voice on normal again? It is. Is it much less... It was not like that anyway, I would argue. (laughs) Well, one would argue it, but one wouldn't necessarily win the argument. (laughs) I am recovered. You are recovered. Fully recovered. Okay, good. Mm -hmm. Well done. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. You did very, very well. Yes, I did. Clever girl. (laughs) (laughs) So, what have we got this week? This week, we have got a bit of an update on what we did last week. (laughs) 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 And we've got a special guest. And we do. She is very special. You make her sound... A bit special? <laughs> yeah. That's probably not the impression that you wanted to give. No, she's, she's awesome. She's a lovely lady. Mm-hmm. So, what, what, what are we talking about first? Oh, what have we been doing? Oh, what's occurring? <laughs> what have we been doing? Well, last week, as we told you, because I think we told you what we're doing for the next six weeks or something. Yeah, in case anyone's interested. Yeah, so we're not going to talk about what we're doing this weekend. No. Um, or next weekend. Um, because everyone should know already and there will be a quiz. That's right. Uh, a quiz for Bedhopper's points. Yeah. What are we doing next weekend? First person to answer on Twitter gets um, a thousand Bedhopper points. Oh my God. That, that is uh, some extreme points you're giving that there. I know, but the clever thing is, is when this comes out, they won't know which weekend we're talking about. <laughs> Nobody's ever been this clever. <laughs> I think you're making promises there uh, that you can't, you can't cash or something. I'm... <laughs> Cashing checks that my yes, mouth can't that. Your mouth keep. can't deliver. Yeah. Throwing yeah. checks, delivering buttons mm-hmm. that I can't eat. <laughs> I don't know. Something like that. Anyways, last week, or on Saturday last week, mm. we went to a house party. It's It was our third house party. Yep. And the third in a row that has not been cancelled. So from that perspective, it was very positive. Yes. It didn't get cancelled. From that perspective. It was very positive. In fact, in in many ways, Hmm. it was positive. Okay. But I think it gave us some new experiences that we probably need to discuss. 
Yes, agreed. And don't worry, gentle listeners, we shall keep this as brief as us bedhoppers can, um, because we know that you're desperate to get to the interview and hear someone other than us. Okay. Although, if a day you ever keep a story brief... <laughs> well, you can tell it then. Oh, my goodness. That's not fair. What was that noise? <laughs> so, anyway, we had to drive a little way to get to this party, so... Let's I... go back a stretch, shall we? And oh, explain now you where... want to tell the story. Well, you, you, if you're going to tell it, you might as well do a proper right, job of go this. On, then. So we were invited to attend this party after meeting the host mm-hmm. at another event. Yeah. And she said that we would love the parties and that we should come along to it and have a look um, because we were telling her about some of our experiences, some of the experiences that we shared with you mm-hmm. on the podcast. Not yeah. you, Mrs. H. No. You, listener. That's right. You, listener. You, listener, that's listening to me right now. We're talking about you. Yeah. Um, so we, we um, had that chat with her and she invited us to this party and we said, yeah, it'd be lovely to come along. And uh, we, we, about a week before we got all the details, mm-hmm. where it was, where we had to drive. It was in a house, house party, mm-hmm. literally a house. I know that sometimes means something else, but... Does it? Well... What some, else does it mean? Well, it doesn't always mean someone's house. It can, it can just mean just like a, a party that someone right. is hosting so it could be a, like a mm. like a venue or something I see. okay it was literally a party in the house yes okay. a house yeah. party <laughs> so they gave us all the details and it wasn't too far away it was only sort of 15 minutes away from us yeah it was but it was a drive rather than a taxi but yeah yeah, yeah. well you could have taxied it if you wanted to yeah. but you were still feeling a bit poorly i was feeling quite poorly actually that night quite poorly yeah it was i was in the the grip of some bubonic plague man flu. Really? Yeah. Woman flu. It's even more deadly than man flu. <laughs> I, was, I was in the grip of some bubonic plague, put it that way. Really? But I soldiered on and took some tablets and decided we would go along and I would drive. Yes. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we get to this sleepy little village. Yeah. Very quiet. And it was quite a little, it was a little bit foggy, wasn't it? Just a little bit settling. Yeah. Uh, it, it was dark. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah, and it was uh, really, feel, really cold as well. I feel like I'm going to burst into a meatloaf song any moment now. <laughs> well, that'll be, uh, what, the extended version? So a good, no, like, no, no, no. 12 minutes? Of... No, 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 no. I'm talking about uh, it was a hot summer's night and yeah. the beach was burning and there was fog crawling over the sand. Mm. Mm. You did go a little bit meatloaf, that idea. Well, not in the way I was talking. It was more just me no, just reading the, out the lyrics yeah, of meatloaf. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Anyway, so we get to this um, tiny little, what looks like a very little house, doesn't it? It's, yeah. it's like a little... Um, a doorway on a street, really. Yes. Yeah. Which is, you know... <laughs> well, yeah, but when you when you think there's going to be a house party that's got an extensive guest list and it's quite big, I, I think, I don't know, I was expecting maybe something other than the doorway on a street. Yeah. Perhaps. I was like, oh, okay. There was a building behind the doorway. <laughs> it's important to suggest. So yeah. we knock on the door. And we're not sure if it's even the right house. No. Because we've never been to this place before. Knock on the door. And actually, someone that we know opened the door. Yeah. Or someone that we've met before. Someone that hosts other parties. And he had been roped in to... to be a doorman. Be a doorman, basically. Mm-hmm. So um, he said hello to us and took our names down. Yeah. Uh, and we took our shoes off because we weren't allowed to wander around in shoes. In outdoor shoes. 
You could change into indoor shoes once you were there. I don't know the difference between outdoor and indoor shoes. Indoor shoes, as far as I'm concerned, are slippers. <laughs> I mean, or moccasins, so, or no, sandals. What? And we'll come to this later. Oh, we were covering a shoe special. Well, it is a shoe special. You got a lot of compliments on your shoes. Yeah, they were fucking tits. They were amazing. They were the tits but on the shoes. They, they were indoor shoes because I had not been um, outside in them particularly, so... Um, what you can't see, <laughs> listeners, is that uh, at that that little exclamation mark, Yoko, who is sat on Mrs H's lap, turned her head round and looked like she was going to growl I or said bark. her favourite word. Do I know what you said? <laughs> I'm not going to say it again. I learned my lesson. So um, when Yoko goes for a walk, I can say walk lots and lots of times. That because that means nothing. It means nothing to her. Um, but using the word uh, of the animal that she is, followed by the things you put on your feet that aren't socks, yeah. in that same sentence... Um, she knows that she's about to go for a yeah, walk and she, she's instantly she excited and happy and bouncy and growly and God knows <laughs> everything else. Uh, hence why there was a moment where uh, Mrs H was just stopped in her tracks while she was talking to us. Um, she turned around and looked at me like, oh. Is that, is that going to happen now? Is that for reals? Even though she doesn't actually like going outside. No, hates it. Anyway, back to the swinging, right? Yes, right. Nice. So, <clears throat> we got there and we were given a tour. Yeah, we got a tour of the house. It was actually quite big inside. It was a little bit TARDIS-like. Yeah, yeah Although totally. the ceilings all were literally two inches above my head. <laughs> now, I am not that tall. I'm, I wouldn't even be described as tall. Was I was wearing these really high heels. Mm-hmm. And you were the same height as me. Yeah, and I was um, <laughs> tottering around in there, and uh, even I, my head was like bumping on the You beams. were Totoro the hero. <laughs> Thank you. My neighbour Totoro. Yeah, indeed. So... Yeah, it was quite quite a small little pokey place, but there were tons of people crammed in there. Yeah, very, very labyrinthine. And as we were going around and having a look, we, we, we went upstairs and deposited our, our, our swing bag and, and our jackets. Um, oh, I just thought. Mm-hmm. Squirrel, literally. What film are we watching in the background? Because uh, we... this is a good film. <laughs> we are watching Hot Rod. It's a good film. If it's you've not seen it, film. go seek it out. Yeah. Go, go seek it out now. Don't listen to us, in fact. Just watch Hot Rod. No, no. Don't, don't just switch us off and go and watch Hot Rod. Oh, okay. Um, like, listen to us first so we can finish the Listen story. to us whilst watching Hot Rod. Well, anyway. After, after this, go and Google it and find it and yes, watch it. Yes, that's right. Great. Anyways, so as we, as we plonked our stuff upstairs and explored the labyrinthian mm-hmm. um, abode, we, yep. we started to decide that the... <laughs> <laughs> the guys that weren't gals that were there were not for us. Okay, and what do you mean by not for us? Well, <laughs> I think it's fair to say that, that we were probably the youngest couple there by a number of years. I would agree with that. I think it's also fair to say that we were the smallest couple by a number of kilograms. You don't mean shortest, do you? No. <laughs> there were a lot of larger people. I. In fact, not that there's anything wrong with being larger no, at all, it's not. but they were a lot of old and big people. Yeah, if you're going to sum it up, I think it was old big people. And our experience of the lifestyle <laughs> in, in general has been very much that, that people tend to um, see the lifestyle as a means of taking care of themselves mm-hmm. and use it to influence the, 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 the factors yeah. of going to the gym or exercising a bit more or at least staying sex fit. <laughs> and a lot of swing the people, fit, as we swing used to call fit, it, yeah. yeah, a lot of the people here 
really hadn't taken care of themselves in a, in, a, in a long time. And some of that was just to do with the way they dressed. Some of the, that was due, due to the, the way they let their bodies go. And um, I think a lot of it was also due to the fact that they a lot of them knew each other very well, clearly. And had maybe gathered before and played before. Yeah, I think there was a, and there was a bit of that. And maybe there's a level of complacency when you, you have a regular crowd, perhaps, that That's you've true. grown to know of the years and you play regularly with. Quite possibly. I think it was when... Because there was a little buffet or buffet. And we <laughs> went to, to have a look at that and have a, have a little bite to eat. And as we were sort of stood there, a guy walked in and he had sandals on. <laughs> and on those sandals, he had white sports socks. Yeah, now it's not a good look. We 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 were sadly unable to phone the fashion police as there was no signal <laughs> at this place. So um, uh, unfortunately, that, that I was aghast at this yes. sartorial crisis emerging in front of me. I know. And uh, what do you do with that? Really, you well, can't, can you? You well, just can't go there. I I know. I <laughs> I kind of felt like the, the the men let the side down until we saw more of the women. I mean, in, in no lifetime is a socks and sandals combo. Uh, sexy. No. There's just nothing you can do with that. No, there's nothing you can do with that. So, and why? And why would you wear that to a party where you're hoping to get laid? He was not the only one that did it. <laughs> now, there were a few people that followed this this fashion move. And that's mm. fine. Um, each to their own, just not for me or, or us, no. I don't think. Then we put our bottle of Prosecco in the fridge. We had a glass. Yeah, because we'd already bought one because I was driving. Mm. And then while we were stood in the kitchen, because you'll always find us in the kitchen at parties. <laughs> to be fair, the kitchen was probably the slightly cooler place because the a door kept opening. Yep. And then we had another moment <sighs> of thievery. There was literally a rat in my kitchen, what am we going to do? I mean, Fagan himself is probably following us around right now. You know, it's um, a Prosecco thief struck. Yeah. So while we stood in front of the fridge... in front of our eyes. <laughs> ...came in and literally poured himself a glass of our Prosecco. A full, full glass. Like, lit- well, in fact, you stopped him halfway through and we're like, <laughs> excuse right, me, that, that's, that's our Prosecco. So I think you're drinking our Prosecco. And he continued to fucking top his glass up. I know. Looked at me and went, oh, yeah, it's for the wife. And I said, yes, but that's our Prosecco we bought with us. And yeah. he said, oh, she just told me it was in the fridge. I nearly said, and that's my wife, and she will fucking cut you if you steal her <laughs> Prosecco. But the decent thing to do would have maybe stopped pouring it. Or, don't worry, you can have a glass of ours. When I find it, yeah. Yeah, none of that. <laughs> no. None of that happened. Nuh-uh. So, okay, fine. We let that go, being nice people. And also, we just arrived at a party and did not want to cause a scene of... Prosecco thief. Yes, smashing the bottle and, and taking him down <laughs> wouldn't have been the way to go. However, and I was livid. You were livid. Yeah. And then we spotted, across the way, someone else that we know. <laughs> so you might recall, gentle listeners, that we talked a little bit about our uh, the first couple that we met. Not our first full swap couple. We'll talk a bit about them in a minute. But the first couple that we met. Yes. And how we noped our way out of that, out of that situation. Yeah, indeed. It was the male half of that couple. <laughs> and he was at this party. Just a, a mere uh, stone's throw away from us. Just a smart town girl. <laughs> um, and he he didn't recognise that we were there for a little while, did he? Well, for I, a good 
I mean, I don't know. I think he had clocked us, but maybe I didn't know what to say to us or just thought he'd ignore us for a bit. So he he did come over and speak to us eventually, didn't he? Yeah. So we... we <laughs> By this time, I was pour deep into a giant bowl of crisps that I'd found. Yeah, Mrs H had found a really nice bag of bourbons and then rather Because by this time I'd, I'd abandoned everything. I'd taken off the ridiculous high heels because I thought, well, what's the point in, you know, tossing around in these? I think you're at the point where you're like, I don't like this party, it's not for me. <laughs> I'm going to go home in ten minutes because that's the most reasonable amount of time that I can yeah, stay at a party without leaving. We, we didn't want to be rude and just hide Immediately no her way out of there. Because that was rude. No. And she was a very lovely host. She the host really, was really lovely was. and she'd clearly gone to a lot of effort. Absolutely. And it just wasn't it our It just didn't cater to our... Um, Tastes, wants, yeah, needs, yeah. sexiness. But we did find a, a settee and we... And I, some crisps. I ate some crisps. Yeah. That and was I watched the, that the world was, go by. That was a good bit of the party, the, the bit where we sat down and had some crisps. Uh, I know. We talked about desire outfits. We did, actually. Yeah. So now we're talking about a conversation that we had whilst at a sex party. <laughs> yes. This is where life has taken us. Obviously, we weren't going to be playing at this Obviously. Party, so. so this chap came over and spoke to us. Uh. And he said he was so glad to see us here because of the massive blip that we'd had while <laughs> we were... The things we were left. Were left. At their house. Yes. And it transpires that their perception of events was very different. <laughs> and unsurprising. I know. And I know everyone has a point of view and everyone sees things differently. Because we never got, obviously, a chance to have a conversation afterwards with them and explain. It was them what done it, my lord. <laughs> them! And in an ideal world, you you know, you, you would go back and sort of cover it and sort of talk about what happened and have a little bit of a wash-up around it. Well, do, we, thing, do, but do we owe them that? I think, given the behaviour, how much, you know? No. Uh, and again, the, the lifestyle itself can be quite fickle in that you're not forming long-standing relationships. You know, you, 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 don't, you don't have to go back there and they, they, were, they were no worse off from what happened and we just took ourselves home politely and off, off we went. Well, that, and so I think... What was interesting is is that we'd encountered these this this chap and we'd obviously left them. How did you feel about seeing him again? Having played <laughs> with him? Uh well, I was actually oh god. I don't without sounding a bit mean, and I don't mean to be mean. No. Uh I I do genuinely feel that we have uh, pardon the pun, come a long way <laughs> since those early days. Since since the early um, training bra couple days. Uh, well, and a fair way of saying what, it you, what, what, what? is that we are we have more clarity now about what we like mm-hmm. and the, our play style and who we like to play with. Yeah. And we're very clear that we never take one for the team, and no. we're very clear that we wouldn't play with people that don't appeal to us. Okay. Yeah. That was very politically done. Thank you. Well done. So upon meeting this gentleman again. Whilst it was very lovely to talk to him, <laughs> it was well. You say it was lovely. How for the first is. five minutes, it was bloody awkward. Well, well he regaled us with this tale of yeah. his version of events, which but is we're quite all different adults, to our own, aren't we? And well, I'm not really an we, adult. We were at someone else's party. Yes, I know. It was all very so, nice and civil. Exactly that. And he he sat there and had a chat to us, and, <laughs> and at that <laughs> said point, he was so glad that we hadn't given up the scene because uh, of the way that we reacted when we last met. <laughs> well, throwing a smoke bomb down and noping our way out of there. <laughs> That's what you should have done. You should just like chuck down a smoke bomb. Where's Falcone? So yeah. we chatted to him for a bit. 
we ate their crisps. And there were a lot of crisps, <laughs> to be fair. It wasn't all the crisps, but we ate some crisps. And then we got to the point, because it had been about an hour and 20 minutes, hour and a half, and we decided that it was probably time for us to go. And to be fair, by this point, things things were starting to escalate in terms of the, the people at the party were certainly intending to start some level of play with each other, which mm-hmm. is fine. And yep. whilst they could go upstairs and do that, it was clear that we probably shouldn't hang around an environment where we had no intention of just being third wheels. Mm. And clothes were coming off and people were starting to get a little amorous. The other worrying thing was, was that... Clothes were coming off, yeah. Well, no, not that. But our bag was in a room with beds in it. Yeah. So we had to Indiana Jones our way through the um, closing doors, grab the bag and get out. We did. So we made our excuses. We were very nice and polite and we thanked the hosts for for a really nice evening. Um, And and hightailed it out there, really. Yeah. And came home and drank some nice gin together. We had some sexy times too. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> some sexy times. But, Lena, you know, like anything, these experiences, you don't know till you get there. I think, and, and this is becoming my my thought about house parties, actually you've got to look at who's hosting and the people that have varied them in a lot more detail and mm. think about um, whether that's likely to be your scene. I think we, we've been a bit brave in that we've chucked ourselves out to some random places without really doing due diligence because we've just... Uh, accepted that there's going to be a random selection of people yeah. there, um, as there is with any party of this lifestyle. But I think in this case, we've, we've probably not been as aware, as aware of what we were going into, even though the signs all pointed to that piece, as we should have been. I think if, if we'd have been honest with ourselves, we didn't think before we went that there was going to be anyone of, of interest no. there. But mm. I think we, we took the chance and put it out there. The reality of this, though, is that <clears throat> sometimes it pays off, Sometimes it doesn't, and in this case it doesn't. So I think in future, for house parties in particular, I think we'll be a lot more yeah. um, aware of the people, aware of the verifications mm. for those sorts of parties, and um, actually just... And, and if we don't like it, and if it's not for us, probably um, just excuse ourselves a bit quicker. Or just not go. <laughs> or just not go, yeah. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with a random roll of the dice turning up and having a look, but... Um, I think what we found for the, for a couple of these house, a couple of them anyway, that there just haven't been the people that we've been either attracted to or that we clicked with or yeah. that that speak the same weird pop reference language <laughs> that we seem to exist in. So for for that reason, we're out. <laughs> yeah, so that's I think bad. I think that's been our, our learning of the week. Yeah, and probably due diligence two years, but mostly the week. Yeah. So what else have we got? We mentioned a special guest, didn't we? We did. Now. This special guest is mm. the female half yep. of the first full swap couple that we had. Or yes. the first couple, the first couple we've that we had full swapped with. Yeah. <laughs> Get it right in the right order. Now, her name's Loz. Yeah. She's from New- Newcastle. Up north. Or up north. Well, she lives in Newcastle. Yeah. And she has a Scottish accent. Um, unfortunately, we're unable to translate for you because we don't have a clue what she's saying either. <laughs> and I know that she's going to send me a message and abuse me for saying that. Uh, maybe. But we've, we've known her for a little while now. So we were really lucky in that um, we don't often get to, to see her. That's not what we're lucky about. But she was travelling down uh, near our neck of the woods and was able to hop on a train and see us for an evening. So we took the opportunity to interview her. Yeah. So uh, and this is the... I'm not, it's not a tape because it's all digital, isn't it? We're in the future now. Well... Are you going to give a little bit of context around sort of the, the sort of um, the sort of things we wanted to talk to her about? Well, 
I can do if you like. A little one, a little teaser. Well, Lars loves latex. And kink. And kink. Yes. So uh, we grill her a bit <laughs> about that. Cheese griller. And um, we talk a little bit about our early experiences together as well. Yeah, we do. So anyway, Mrs H, play the thing, whatever that means. <laughs> you've, no, you've got to sing it live. No, God no. Yeah, it's, it's the way it goes. <laughs> All right. No. I'll just hit the play button. We've got something that's just for you. Holy shit, it's an interview. So, welcome back. Uh, thank you for that lovely jingle, Mrs. H. A delightful singing voice, if I ever there was. I have a beautiful singing voice. Do you? It's way better than yours. It, I, I, what? I, <laughs> you can cough and splutter all you like, but I think you'll find that the compliments are going to come rolling in. Sing off. Old school rules. <laughs> maybe when we get to episode 30. Well, maybe. I, I would argue that you, whilst technically you more argue. proficient, you always argue. Uh, are less entertaining. All right, fine. But I can't back that up. I don't, again. Continuous de- masturbate <laughs> later. Oh, it's a minor debate. That's all you're going to get tonight. <laughs> debate away. Well, we have a special guest with us, as um, promised and promoted earlier in the episode today. Uh, we have the delightful, the sexy, the wonderful Loz with us. Loz, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Hello. Um, well, <laughs> um, I am live in Newcastle. I'm Scottish. have been in the scene for about four and a half years and met this lovely pair about 18 months ago. Wow, is it that long? Yes. That's 18 amazing. months? Maybe a little bit longer. Yeah. You still haven't gotten rid of her. I know. Sorry. She still keeps following us around. <laughs> and she's got an amazing accent. <laughs> Like, it's so cool. Could you could you do that accent, wife? Now listen, this is not about me uh, doing amazing accents and all the listeners like emailing in about how amazing my accents are. Can can you do a Loz voice? I don't think even I can do a Loz voice. <laughs> <laughs> so ask Mrs H to do it then is completely insane. No, not going there. All right, fine. I'm gonna try. <laughs> fine. Okay then. Got a question for you, Loz. Right. Are you ready? Yeah. Are you quaking in your boots? <laughs> can she phone a, a friend? Little bit. <laughs> yes. Fine. Yes, she can phone a friend or ask the audience. Right, cool. <laughs> It'll take about a week for the audience to get back to us. Because... Will I know the answer to this? Maybe. Oh, okay. Cool. I'm all ears then. Uh, okay. I'm a gog. <laughs> You're a gog. <laughs> I'm a gog. What the fuck is a gog? You've never heard of a gog. Yes, I have heard of a gog. All right. You make anyway. it sound like a little troll. Hello, Gog. <laughs> gog the mighty. I am a Gog for your question. Thank you. Um, so, when we first met, and I'm going to take us right, right back. When we yes. first, first met, we were at a steampunk party. Yes. Or a steampunk lifestyle party, if ever there such, was, was such a thing. How niche. We didn't get much of a chance to say hello. No. What the fuck was that about? Well, that's partly because I nearly didn't actually make it there. Um... I was part of the crew that were organising it and unfortunately was very, very ill all day so had been left in bed to try and pull myself together. (laughs) Um, And then when we were actually there, I think we briefly met in one of the rooms downstairs and I remember thinking, ooh, hello. (laughs) (laughs) And that I really wanted to talk to the pair of you so I believe I came over and was like, hi, I'm Loz. That perked you up. (laughs) Yes, it did. Um, uh, It wasn't wasn't a good party for me. (laughs) I was very, very (laughs) unwell. Um, But still made an entrance and still turned up and 
still got to chat to you <laughs> and then very we were very briefly just cruelly away from your arms completely it was horrendous <laughs> We, we kept looking for you later and we're like, where did they go? <laughs> we really wanted to talk to you because <laughs> out of probably everyone that was there, um, you were the ones that we really wanted to play with and get to know. Oh, this is good. I like this. Stroke my ego more. <laughs> like it needs stroking. It's not going to stroke itself. It's actually your lovely wife that we noticed mostly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm not angry. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm just disappointed. disappointed. <laughs> exactly. So we, we did get to meet again. Yes. Fortunately, After we did. chatting for a good month and a half, two months. Yeah, a good couple of months. Point. Yeah. Like every day. <laughs> Pretty much. Most um, of the time. Yeah. Um, it's. I think it's fair to say that, that you and I particularly like yes, messaging. We did. Um, <laughs> Do. And Mrs. H was obviously able to witness that in all oh, of its my goodness this all is its the glory. first time I think I discovered your true potential for being a professional <laughs> message writer completely yeah <laughs> it's like you were born to message yeah and I picked up on that as well very much <laughs> on the receiving end oh, good good for meeting that oh 850 messages brilliant they've been busy <laughs> that was a really quick quick meeting yeah. for me to send 850 <laughs> that must have been like a five minute message yeah. anyway so we did get to meet again and um actually you and you and your partner at the time were our first full swap like you literally broke us in i know it was great (laughs) (laughs) i'm I'm glad to hear that well tell us a little bit about that experience because obviously you've had to deal and wrangle with some ridiculously fussy newbies um that had no massive experience either I think because we had spent so much time chatting, um, we'd then obviously said, right, the first night you've come up to Newcastle, um, we're all going to just go out for drinks. And we had a really good night just actually getting to know yous, um and lots of alcohol and some very good food and Us everything. and alcohol and food. Yes, <laughs> I know. It's like unheard of. I know, right? <laughs> But, um, so before we actually went to the club, um, we'd all realised that we got on really well anyway. Um, so then being there and you guys having the room there, it just kind of, it just flowed. It was really like, I still get nervous playing with new people, especially if I've already got some sort of connection with somebody. Um, the first time is also quite nervous. And we were very much aware that we were the first people that you were actually going to full swap with. So it was like, <laughs> oh my God, all the pressure. We have to make this good. <laughs> <laughs> but then it was just, it was really fun. And obviously the cards came out and there was Hang a on. little the, bit of cheating. Yeah, I, I remember cheating. some distinct no. amount of cheating going on oh, from yeah, Mrs. H. Oh, yeah, completely there was. I that was all was instigated right. entirely over <laughs> there. Not that I was complaining. There was definitely some cheating going on, though. Oh, names, dates, times, places. I want the audience to right, recognise okay, I was cheating. That was... <laughs> Picks or it didn't happen. <laughs> well, you weren't comfortable with pics then, so... How convenient. You've got no proof of this. <laughs> it's all in my head. I remember it. smirching my character. So Loz has a photographic memory pretty much here. <laughs> or at least she has a really good diary. Yes. No, no, I it just because it was our first time, it it is kind of ingrained because it was so much fun. Lots and lots of fun. 
Excellent. Um, uh, so much fun that we didn't actually let you go home the next day and <laughs> kidnapped you and brought you back to our, well, to my flat. <laughs> well, this is true. And then it, padlocking us down oh. was probably... <laughs> like you needed padlocking. That's true. That's true. We were we were actively encouraged to stay in the nicest of possible ways. Absolutely. Mm. So, okay. One of the things that I wanted to talk about um, was as we got to know you more and more, we found that you actually have a love of a certain thing. I'm not just talking <laughs> about one? well, well, I'm not just talking about <laughs> cough or, or the other thing, the other word that Mrs. H won't won't let anyone else yes. say near you. Do not say that I word. Will, I, will. I will flip it's, the table. But we know <laughs> that, that Loz is actually comfortable saying that word. Yes, very. You don't say it. It's my favourite. <laughs> you know, how does it sound in Scottish? Oh. <laughs> saying pussy. Oh my God, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, you're not going to get this out of me tonight. I'm not saying it. Well, I'm not going to get pussy out of you tonight. <laughs> I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it. <laughs> so um, the question I have for you is, is that um, the thing that we, we believe that you love and, and we know actually that you love it because you've mentioned it a number of times to us, <laughs> is latex. Yes. Tell us a bit about latex. So, latex. I, I, I adore it. I'm completely obsessed and have spent an extortionate amount of money on buying latex. Um, it all started about four and a half years ago, maybe a little bit longer, um, where I had split up from a terrible ex and was um, embraced into the fetish scene and there was a, um, a, an event that is run up in Newcastle called Liberate that um, I bought tickets for as a way to embrace the actual like um, that side of the lifestyle and, and what's Liberate about? So Liberate is a fetish night similar to Torture Garden but okay. not on as big a scale it's because it's based in Newcastle um, it's locally ran by people from the kink scene in Newcastle and has been around for about six years now okay. um, they have like three or four a year and you have to be wearing at least minimum smart black or fetish wear. Okay. So then I'm like, right, okay, I've bought my ticket. I don't know anyone. Um, what on earth am I going to wear? Um, I'd been chatting to some people online on a fetish website and they says, you have the most perfect figure for latex. And I'm like, really? Isn't that like rubber and is going to ha- show every single lump <laughs> and bump that I have? And they were like, no, 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 no you have curves you're curvy which means that it will accentuate your curves and i was like okay now where on earth do i find this stuff because you know completely i think marks and spencer said it now <laughs> now it's yeah, very middle middle class yeah everywhere the, the wow. winter latex ranges oh yeah really when you've picked up your uh, hummus and sourdough toast you're able to get some latex panties i believe <laughs> Uh, it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> you find hipster latex. Oh, yeah, <laughs> hipster latex. Um, so um, went on to a site called Honor and bought an entire outfit, which it's it's mid it's like it's cheap latex, but it doesn't feel cheap. If if that's like if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not um, at all. But please keep talking. <laughs> and um, that basically turned up. Rocked up all by myself, not knowing a single person, 
in head to toe latex, like a skirt and top, and was just like, hi, I'm Loz. <laughs> and I've got to ask, what did the latex feel like to oh, wear? Oh, it's incredible. So it's tight. Um, so people that are worried that it's going to in, like show off all of your um, lumps and bumps, it doesn't. It actually smooths them out. So they say, wear something that's fitted. Yep. So um, I, I had like a knee length hobble skirt and a, a, like a, um, a top and it just basically smooths you out. Um, it's for me, I sweat. I sweat terribly wearing any kind of latex. Other people that I'm friends with don't at all. Um, but having putting on like silicon lube onto your body first and then sliding it up your body and wearing it all night is one of the most sensual things ever. And then when somebody gets to shine you, oh. <laughs> now we've heard you talk about shining before and, and it's possible that you might start dribbling as, as- Just a little bit. Just a little bit when you talk about this, but can you tell our listeners oh. what shining is apart so. from a marvelous film with Jack? <laughs> Um, shining is actually when you have silicon lube or something silicon based, some sort of lubricant, which you put onto the latex when it's on somebody to make it shiny. So if people have seen latex pictures, you always see it shiny. It doesn't look like that when you buy it. It's usually been powdered with baby powder so that um, it doesn't stick to itself or rip or anything when it's been sent to you so you have to wash it first in just soapy water and then dry it off with a, a non-fluffy towel <laughs> so it doesn't get covered in probably turquoise considering <laughs> all of my towels are turquoise <laughs> and then once you've got it on you it's the it's as, it's as much the sensual feeling of somebody shining you up because you're using ha your own hands to actually rub it in and so being buff yeah, buffeted much like buff a horse yes so i feel i need to interject at this point because <laughs> uh, i have experienced firsthand mm -hmm. a latex situation <laughs> with the lovely loz <laughs> so yes. if you recall loz had the delectation of putting me in latex for the first yes. time which was awesome. And trying me out in about five different yeah. latex outfits. It was basically was a Mrs. Brilliant. H Barbie doll. Yeah. It was basically it was Mrs. H tries on giant balloons. Yeah, I think I've got this. <laughs> Come on, Barbie, let's go latex. <laughs> I think that's what happened, right? Yeah. Uh, well, for me, okay. So I appreciate there's, there's quite a fetish attached to the whole latex yeah. um, wearing sort of community. And for people who like wearing latex, it probably is, and it's part of the experience to put it on and, you know, see the transformation that your body kind of goes under when it's all, you know, latexed up and then having someone shiny. Great. For me, it was literally like putting on a giant condom. <laughs> and I Hang never on. experienced anything quite like this. And you can't put a condom on. I don't, I don't even go there. <laughs> no, I'm not dealing with those. <laughs> um... So it was a really bizarre experience for me to, to stand there and uh, naked, obviously, mm -hmm. and uh, be latexed up and have this, this bizarre rubbery material rolled up my body like a giant balloon. And you, you're right, it is very powdery and very strange looking and you just end up thinking, how on earth is this going to look anything half decent on me? Yeah. 
because right now I feel like a sausage. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, you looked hot. Yeah, you looked very right. hot. So really I think hot. I can I can understand the appeal once you're in it yeah. and once you've got kind of got everything in it contained and you know, then, then you have to have your Babylons like shoved around a bit, and <laughs> hoisted up and put into position, and then everything's strapped down. And you're like, oh, do I move? Nope, I'm not going to move. But hey, I look good. <laughs> you look stupendous. Yes, oh, thank you. You did. Um, it was just exhausting. <laughs> the experience of putting latex on is exhausting because everything gets rolled up in there. Now I'm going to interject. Uh-huh. Unlike me. And not for the first time. Not for the first time. <laughs> Interjection. Abstain. Um, yeah. Sorry, I'm, laughing at, I'm laughing at my own joke. <laughs> uh, quality. You exactly. Um, so um, I remember you being shined up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I remember you coming back having enjoyed that experience quite yes. a lot. It was, well, yeah, because yeah. you've got somebody's warm hands. With like lubricant, yeah. like running over your body, and you do generally see a transformation. Yeah, and think, oh Ooh, my god, that's it looks really cool. I look like that, and now I'm hoisted into this. I'm not going to move all night, but hey, I look good. <laughs> so you came back just just singing that like take that song, like sending a little Marchio, and that's what it was. That's definitely what it was. So okay, um, and. So you've been lost to um, the the event a couple of times now, or at least a few um, times. Just a every few. single one <laughs> since um, I came onto the scene four and a half years ago. So they took a year out to deal with other things, but I've probably been to about eight. I'm now part of the team and um, get to actually, I'm the official head polisher, <laughs> which means, yeah, really good take on words, but it, it basically means that they, um, they, they've they made me part of the team so that people wearing latex at Liberate can come over to me and I can shine them for them. Can I have a quick buff, please? <laughs> yes, exactly. Or I'm not shiny enough. Can you can you reshine? Oh, I've me? lost my shine. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> Which is obviously such a chore, getting to rub up lots of very sexy people wearing latex. <laughs> do you, do you ever have to rub up people who are not so sexy? Yes, uh, I do. There's, However, there's a flip side to it. There all. is a flip side. However, there aren't that many of them <laughs> because. I don't know. I, I just I get so much pleasure out of shining latex anyway, and actually just feel it like seeing it shiny. What you can't see, listeners, <laughs> moving my is, is Loz is is <laughs> like it's like she's hands. in the Karate Kid, waxing on, waxing off, painting a fence, <laughs> and, and doing some other karate-based moves. Is there anything that you'd like to tell listeners about latex who might be thinking about joining the scene or giving it a go? Yeah, I would very much recommend um, not buying cheap stuff because it will rip. (laughs) It will rip. (laughs) I've been on the receiving end of somebody popping my latex, which wasn't cheap, and there is nothing more soul-destroying when you're at an event and it rips because you can end up naked very quickly. (laughs) Which obviously isn't a bad thing for some people. But it's expensive stuff, isn't it? It can be, yeah. Yeah. I would recommend um, Honour as a a really good starting place, honour.co.uk, to to actually buy, like, entry-level, decent-made latex, um, which isn't going to cost the earth. Wash it as soon as you get it, and then dry it and hang it up somewhere without any, any light because it can fade, it's rubber. Um, Don't put it on anything sharp, (laughs) because you'll (laughs) obviously rip it. 
and after you've worn it, um, get it shined because there's nothing worse than really nice latex that isn't shiny. <laughs> it's like my pet hate. Um, and afterwards, when you get in, so probably not that same night, but the next day, go and wash it again, dry it off, and then put it back into your dark place. And into your there. dark place? Yes. <laughs> Take it back to the dark place from whence it came. Well, none of your nonsense here. <laughs> also... Um, Go for something tight because oh, I like to. <laughs> something. Oh, <maybe>. <laughs> a lot of people are like, but what if it won't go on? That's it's what like, I but if you've got silicon lube, it's rubber, it's gonna stretch. If you get something, always go for what you would. It's kind of like a corset. You're always gonna go for a corset that's four inches sh- smaller than what your actual waist is because it can it can move and bend and like stretch. So if you're like a size 14, go for a 12 because it will fit you better than mm. the 14 because the 14 will hang, it'll be baggy. You Plus, don't want baggy You know, latex. everything's overrated anyway. Well, so, exactly. You know, and who you needs know, ribs? It already fine. comes into the whole kink <laughs> of wearing latex because a lot of people that I know that wear latex are also into breath play. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know. They just don't have exactly. much choice, really. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, but yeah. Brilliant. Okay. So we've talked a little bit about latex. <laughs> we also know that you're a little bit keen on some BDSM. Yes, just just a tiny, massive bit. <laughs> <laughs> just a tiny, massive bit. Yeah, a tiny. Ma- that's like reverse tautology. Absolutely. Tiny, massive bit. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I've got. Or is I have a massive, tiny bit? <laughs> <laughs> uh, feel free Not to correct me, ladies. Thank you <laughs> for like... both jumping in there. So supportive, so helpful. Well, well, so I think the the question is, is, um, so how did you find that out? So I've always been a little bit kinky, even with the the most vanilla boyfriend ever in the world. I I used to ask him to um, tie me to the bed and blindfold me and stuff like that, which he did begrudgingly because he didn't like that he couldn't actually see my eyes. Did you just draw them on the blindfold? <laughs> you no, could have just, just taken a picture on the phone. Did, we just please didn't. wear this blindfold with your eyes drawn on it. Because <laughs> that wouldn't uh. be creepy at all. <laughs> um, we just fine. didn't do it. So um, I, when I left said Vanilla X, um, I'd kind of got into like Plenty of Fish and was kind of going crazy because it had been eight years of horrendousness. So Plenty of Fish is a dating site, <laughs> yes. right? Cool. Yeah. So it's a, a dating website in the UK that um, it gets shortened to pop. Um, <laughs> that you can there, there there is people that fall in love and get married and stuff um, who've met on Plenty of Fish, including my stepsister, <laughs> randomly. Or you can use it as a hookup site, which is purely <laughs> what I used it for. Because after eight years of being with the same guy, yeah, I wasn't interested in anything. Is this before Tinder and the? Yes, like... I was gonna say yeah. Tinder is yeah. the hookup site. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah, but you like basically you put five pictures. It was basically Tinder before Tinder was yeah. a thing, but without the app and everything. Okay. Um, because you're talking about like five years ago. Mm-hmm. So. I like Mrs H's sage, sage advice there. Basically, Tinder is the hookup site. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> I know all about these sites. I've heard about Tinder and the other one, Grinder. Well, I am actually I know. really, really <laughs> relieved that I don't have to rely on these well, no. sites because I'm having because you send me horrible. out to do battle on them all on a daily basis and attempt to lure people into our sordid well, sex den. That's because you like chatting. Yes, we've messages yes. as we know. Yes, yeah, this is true. Post by your own petard. You leave my petard out of this. <laughs> I'm not petarded. <laughs> I, I shall post it where I like. <laughs> Fine. So, Please continue, Lars. Apologies I, for the no, quite interruption. Nice. I'm very used to it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I met a guy on there who was actually um, what he would class as dominant. And looking back, he really wasn't. But was my first kind of experience, and he, he set me like tasks to go and buy underwear. And mm-hmm. um, when he actually finally like came over and we met, it, we were, it, it was quite there was spanking involved and um, restraints and blindfolds and all and that was just him stuff. Yeah. Uh, that was just like no <laughs> one one day. <laughs> Um, and I realised that I really enjoyed it. And then he tasked me because at that point I'd never been with a woman. I'd always liked women and always been curious. And other than just kissing, um, I hadn't ever done anything. So he'd actually tasked me to find a woman that I was attracted to to come and play with the two of us and have our first threesome. I was like, where on earth do I ever find anybody that like <laughs> how do I find this luckily I had a friend who was on um on a fetish website and told me about this site and said bye like create an account and everything and that's when I found out about liberate and everything went to liberate had my first actual spanking proper spanking with floggers <laughs> um strapped up against uh, St Andrew's Cross. Floggers sounds like he might be a character in Harry Potter. Yeah. So <laughs> I've lost I've lost <laughs> floggers again, Harry. Have you seen him? I wonder what his patronus would be. No, Floggers is like the pet, he's like a the raven. Cat. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> um so actually uh, I was such a wuss back then. <laughs> Couldn't take any pain whatsoever, but had a nice red bottom and it felt really nice and realised mm, I really want to explore this. Um so started going to kink events. Um, which was before I found out about the swinging mm-hmm. and fab swingers and all of that kind of stuff. So I had about three months where I was going to kink events. Um, did it all backwards. So with the kink scene, they say go to a munch first, which is basically a gathering of kinky people in a pub. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no kinkiness happens. You just chop, talk, have mm-hmm. a drink, get to know people in your local area. I feel kinky like, social. I yeah. feel like there should be food at a munch. Well, you, you, oh, usually yeah, it's yeah. usually like in I, a Weatherspoons, so you buy food in the Weatherspoons. I like a good munch. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. it does give yeah. me a, a kind of image of people yeah. having a having buffet. <laughs> or is, is it sort of sort of akin to going down on a woman, mm-hmm. having a good munch? No, Rug because munching? Yes. <laughs> no, because oh, what an unpleasant not. term, dear. Um, rug munching, really? No, I, did, I took out the rug. Yeah. Because, you know, generally people shave downstairs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So it's just munching. Oh my God. <laughs> a rug muncher. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Thank so, you, dear. Sorry. That's fine. <laughs> um, went to... I, I did it all backwards. I went to Liberate, which was a kink event, and then I went to a dungeon club, which was a proper fetish, like, 
place at the club where you came up to Newcastle mm-hmm. um, um, in their dungeon and was introduced to a mistress and got basically flogged and spanked and everything. And then I went to a munch and met everybody <laughs> in a social experience and realised that I'm submissive when everyone thought that I would totally be some kind of dominatrix or whatever. Cause I would argue... You are bratty submissive. I am a very, very bratty submissive. Mm. Very. Because I'm a lot worse now than I used to be. But um, And that's partly because I was trying to get a na- reaction out of my ex, my now ex-partner. Um, but I'm, I'm very bratty because I like to be taking, taken into hand and beaten. <laughs> I have a question. Yes. A question that is not one of your prepared Ooh. questions. So apologies for oh, no. going. <laughs> I have anything that happened. Which is ironic because yes. normally you just tell me to piece off. <laughs> well, we're not on the piece tonight, so no. we're going to have to put up my segue. Let's have yeah. a piece of your question. Yes. <laughs> the piece de resistance. <laughs> and my question is this: How? And I, I apologise. I don't no, know a fine. great deal about this. Uh, this area. Yeah. I mean, I'm aware of BDSM yeah. and I'm aware of the the FET community but what I've never quite got my head around is how does the pain that um, someone inflicts on you translate to pleasure mm. <laughs> now I appreciate that something called subspace it's quite hard I, I understand that yeah. there is such such a thing that exists that people go to this place yeah but at what point does because for me my pain threshold all right I don't like pain I know that mm-hmm. so for me someone spanking me would immediately translate to pain that I would not probably enjoy. So where where do you kind of sit on the, like, pain, for me, translates to something that I derive pleasure from? Okay, so I, I'm a masochist, which mm-hmm. means that um, my response to being spanked or flogged or um, paddled or anything like that, it's the adrenaline rush that mm-hmm. your body goes into fight or flight mode. Yeah. Okay? For me... It's not a fight or flight mode. I'm like, for me, it's like, right, that feels really good. And I want more. And how much more can I take before my body goes into flight mode? Um, And actually has to ask them to stop or safe word. Um, But it's like... So does it hurt? Yes. Is my first yes. question. Massively. So it does hurt. <laughs> it okay. does hurt. So there's a lot of but, psychology behind this. I yes. understand this, this um, and it's the amygdala, yes. isn't it, that, that yes. produces this, this frontal lobe that Correct. then produces the, the chemicals that then yes. produce the fight, flight, freeze reactions yes. within you. Okay. Yes. So, for example, being attacked by a bear, your, your body <laughs> would then away. say, oh my God, we're going to be eviscerated, we better... Run away. Yeah. With you, okay, you have... Whoa. No, 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 this is, this is an important question. You can't disrupt <laughs> yet. So with you, the pain comes. Yeah. You, you have the pain inflicted on you and your body senses there is a pain. Yeah. But presumably your amygdala hijack occurs because your body then goes into freeze and you want to yeah. experience more of that mm-hmm. because your adrenaline then kicks in yeah, and all your serotonin yes. kind of will then flood, I'm assuming. Yes, as long as it's with somebody that I trust. Okay. So I, like, there are lots of submissives out there or masochists who will literally let anybody hit them, do whatever they want. Mm. I, I, I can't do that. Because for me, it has to be with somebody I trust that I know isn't, isn't going to hurt me. 
is going to take you to a place that take me they, as far as you can go. Yes, or push those boundaries mm-hmm. even further. But because they, it's not a malicious thing. It's uh-huh. not like it's right. It's the controlled okay. um, experience, and I won't ever play with somebody that I don't trust mm. because for me being a submissive, giving over that control to someone else when I'm strapped to a spanking bench and they've got painful implements in their hands hitting me, I'm not just going to let anybody do that because you you have to have that trust because um, it's the connection between you and the person hitting you that, like, is the... It, it heightens your uh-huh. sensation because you trust that person. You know that in, in a lot of cases, if that person is a sadist and enjoys inflicting that pain, you know that it's as much they're getting as How much pleasure yeah. mm-hmm. out of hurting you. Mm. And it's it's both things. So The psychology of the whole yeah. thing is fascinating. Yeah. It, it really is. When you, when <laughs> you lift know. the bonnet on it yeah. and you start looking underneath what what makes it happen and what what people derive from it. I do understand there's a huge yeah. uh, there's a huge sort of psychological theory behind it which really fascinates me. I, I know personally I'm not interested in it and I know my pain threshold is not something that I could explore it. But yeah. I'm I'm really interested by kind of what where people go to yeah. with that. It's I can't I I can't really explain exactly yeah. where where it goes to, but um, there is something about being strapped to a spanking bench so you can't move and having somebody that you love or trust because like, it's not always um, the same person <laughs> you don't always love the person that's actually hitting you mm-hmm. but you trust them so there's a mistress I play with that I trust implicitly she's got so much experience and I know that she will push my boundaries so it'll be every time that we have played she'll just push me that a little bit further and be like you can take more than this I know that you can take and that you want more than this so she pushes it every single time to the point that and I get such a buzz out of the bruises mm-hmm. because I don't bruise easily do, do you ever worry that um your your stimulus to pain moving forward is um is kind of not warped, but kind of compromised <laughs> in some way. Because in the event that you were ever faced with a real, yeah. um, a real situation where you were, I don't know, attacked or no. held at gunpoint, for example, would your body immediately know to go to the yes. real? Yeah, completely. Yeah, and, yeah, because that's a complete stranger with a gun yeah. in my face. So it really <laughs> is then about the relationship. It's the relationship with the person that's inflicting the pain mm-hmm. on me, which for me is is so important. Um, because you could just be at a club and just let anyone and they're not going to know they're not going to be able to gauge how much that's hurt and they might not even stop Mm. Um, I have been in a situation where somebody didn't let me safe word they just carried on and it was the scariest Mm. like experience of my entire life Um, because I tried to safe word and they wouldn't let me they yeah. just carried on and we hadn't discussed any of it and it was scary it was very scary which is why that was quite uh, that was very very early on um and that made me realize oh no 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 but i 
I am a masochist. I spent about two years without receiving any pain. And since then, um, it, it's something that I need. It, it gets to a point. So and that's what drives, yeah, it drives my brightness. Mm. So if I've not had any any pain for a while I'm unbearable I'm such an unbearable brat we know we, we have witnessed you this. have you have because my ex didn't actually indulge, give, it. indulge it because he didn't like where it took him mentally I get and then I guess you get cabin fever yes. your own kind of yeah and then you mind. push and wind somebody up and try to mm-hmm. evoke a reaction that would cause you hence them. your brattiness yes <laughs> hence brattiness never experienced that before no no no, no, no even so I, I segued quite a lot there sorry no no that, that's absolutely fine I still have the bare necessities going around in my head for no reason at all because I didn't get to say my bare necessities joke. I'm so sorry. Oh, it, was, okay. it was really good. Yeah, I'm sure it was gold. It, it, but, but this discussion felt important. So it was important. I, like, I, I do find the whole theory behind it, the whole psychology behind it, to be an absolutely yeah. fascinating topic. I really do. Completely. So it's, even though I don't so have that vested interest myself, I'm really, really interested in kind of what drives these behaviours that kind of make it work for people yeah. I want to hear more about the bear <laughs> fine <laughs> you and your bear when you, you make look continue. under the rocks and plants and take plants at the fancy ants and always maybe try back to the what? no it's not always back to the singing mm-hmm. well um, I think we've got time for maybe one or two more questions so we're going to rattle through these no pressure um, so Loz you've been to a number of clubs throughout yes. the UK um, so we've got a lot of listeners across the globe Yes. He says, hopefully. Yeah. Um, those, you... those three out there are really important to me. Yeah, those... <laughs> We're so nice to them. Please don't hang them up. Pictures. Please don't hang up. Stay with us. Um, can you tell us a little bit about your experience of the UK and the clubs that you've been to? So, um, most of the clubs I've been to have been kind of the north half of the mm. of the country. So, um, my local... Is that where the wall is? Yeah. Yes. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the my local one was um, Club F. So, um, in my local area. We now also have another one in Newcastle called Club Shush. Or Shh. I wondered how you pronounce it's it. I've been sh- saying... I, being Scottish... I don't feel comfortable. Yeah, I don't feel comfortable saying shh. It doesn't feel right, so I, I call it shush. It's club shush. Okay. Um, You've added some U's in there somewhere. No, shush. It's, it's, a, Scottish thing. it's a Scottish thing. Okay. Um, I've also been to Leeds and gone to both Pandora's on um, one of their party nights, as well as Quest on, cool. a, on a couple night. Um Pandora's is massive, absolutely massive, and there was about 300 people in there that night, and um, there was still rooms and everything to do stuff. They must have about 35 different playrooms, including a waterbed, which I still oh, haven't wow. experienced yet and need to, um, and a swing bed, so it's mm-hmm. actually suspended from the roof and moves while nice. you're playing. I like that. Yeah, it was, cool. it was lots of fun on that one. Um, and then bunk beds and a glass floor room and all kinds of things. The the actual club itself is incredible. Wow, the mind boggles of glass yeah. floor room. Yeah. <laughs> um, Quest was 
fun it's all on one level and again both have like kind of bdsm dungeons and stuff like that and playrooms jacuzzis the one at pandora's is like a swimming pool <laughs> in uh, the club oh right <laughs> it's an actual swimming pool kind of like a, a half swimming pool um and they they were both great good fun um the night we went because it was with my ex to quest was literally just couples and where there were Lots and lots of very, very attractive women. The partners, not so much. So it wasn't mm, great. That is and the, the curse of the lifestyle, isn't it? And again, it's very hard being an attractive oh. man in the lifestyle, I can tell you. <laughs> You're oh, not yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, it must be terrible. I know, yeah. and it's awful. Um, it's all too common, though. Yeah. I agree. I am all yeah. too common, yes. Oh. <laughs> so it was a bit of a bust. We didn't play with anyone. He was loving it. But me, I was like, yeah, I'm not taking one for the team because I'm no. like, you guys, why mm-hmm. Why should I? Um, I've been to La Chambre in Sheffield, which, again, is a really good club. However, um, quite dated in its actual, um, like, the way the rooms are set out, but lots of really cool rooms. Um, and I've also been to Townhouse in Liverpool. Oh, I want to go there. The the building, the actual like sides. I went. I was working over in Liverpool and um, was twenty minute taxi to townhouse, mm. and it was a Tuesday night. And they once a month have a um, a pub quiz in townhouse. <laughs> really? Yes. Excellent. Every like once a month. I think it's like the first month, the first Tuesday of the month or something. I don't know. So I, it was on when I was there. So I was like, well, it would be rude not to actually go and exp- <laughs> like see what townhouse is like because I've heard so many good things about it, and the facilities are incredible. It's it's over about four floors, including a dungeon, basement area, and then another four floors on up. They have an amazing gin bar absolutely amazing gin bar because um, one of the owners the the um, female part of the couple is a complete gin um, addict so she just like gets all of the gins so there must be about 50 or 60 different gins in there and the facilities are brilliant from like medical rooms to couples rooms only and um, you feel like you're in Morocco in one of them because it's all because um, they serve you tagine <laughs> well, <laughs> possibly <laughs> Maybe on a different night. <laughs> um, so they're kind of the only ones that I've been to so far, but I really want to get down to Extasia, and I'm actually going to Chameleons next Monday. Ooh. Because oh, I'm in Birmingham um, for work, and again, mm-hmm. it's 20 minutes away from my hotel, so... It's you good know. fun. I, I like Chameleons. Yeah. We liked it. Very labyrinthine. That's yes, it's an yes. interesting... Set Lots up and of lay funny out little there. cave type twists and turns, oh. and have you been before? No, never been. So I really that's liked why it. I was... It's um, it's twisty, turny. Lots of rickety, funny little stairs yeah. and ivy holes. It felt a little used. If I'm I know honest. what you mean, a little, it, it's I think a little in the harsh light of day, it might look shocking. Yeah, but actually, with the beautiful lighting yeah. and the cool little quirky hidey yeah, cool. holes and. Uh, the little statues and little water features everywhere. It it's was actually nice. really quirky. Yeah. And the sunroof was lovely, but you won't want to be out there next week. No. Hell no, you're freezing your tits off. <laughs> Unless we end up with this Indian summer that's happening. Yeah, it's but, unseasonably warm. Yeah. Mm. And um, I've also been to a um, 
KSL, which is Kinky Salon London, which is kind of a kink swingers event. So they bring it both in um, and they only happen like a few times a year. And um, I went to Heaven Circus, which is part of the Heaven Circle, mm -hmm. which I got invite invited as a single woman because I was down in London and somebody saw my fab account and um, the, the owners invited me. And that was incredible. That's one where you have to um, mm. basically like send pictures and all the rest yeah. of it and they we know that feeling yeah well, yeah. we yeah. talked about it recently of course I, it's a it's a, a kind of elitist yes. feeling but equally you're like oh shit what i've got invited <laughs> just this weekend to go to their heaven sx um event in london however because newcastle <laughs> yeah it was a long way away so, our final question before we wrap this up. <laughs> so, you are now a single female, relatively new single female, four, um, months. four months to the scene. Um, what one bit of advice would you give, just one, yeah. to another single female that's just starting out? Go to the clubs, meet at clubs. Particularly the clubs you're going to? <laughs> oh, yeah, if you want to do that. Um, Does it, is it more of a safety factor yes, that you're referring definitely. to? Definitely. So you've got some neutral territory, yeah, I guess. Absolutely. Be safe. I will not meet unless it's at a club until I know somebody. Because socials, yeah, it's okay. But again, for me, I don't have a lot of spare time. So um, mm. if I'm going to be meeting, it's probably I'm going to be at our local club on a Friday or Saturday night. So if if you want to meet me, it's like, right, OK, well, I'm going to be at the club mm -hmm. and you can have the social there. And if I like you, there's rooms we can go and play. <laughs> if I don't, then you're in a club. So the chances are you might find somebody else. Yeah. And it's a nice, safe environment. Exactly. Too. You've got the staff who know you are going to look after you. And um, it's 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 the safety factor. Perfect. So I would say that. Perfect. Thank you very much. <laughs> Is there anything you'd like to add to listeners whilst uh, you have the microphone? <laughs> and you have, uh, uh, you know, all three of them listening to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's more than three. <laughs> um, no, I, I just say enjoy it. Um, if you're part of a couple, communication please talk mm. about <laughs> everything if you're not if you're a single person enjoy it don't be creepy <laughs> <laughs> very good advice we like that don't be creepy and that goes to women as well as guys just because you're a single woman doesn't mean that um, you can still do whatever you want. Yeah, Loz, don't be creepy. <laughs> and on that no, note, of course you're not. You're lovely. Thank you very much for joining us. You're very welcome. And uh, we'll catch you later. Definitely. Oh, it was so lovely catching up with Loz. You have a nice time? Yeah, it was awesome. Um, she's got some great views about... Um, Stuff. So, <laughs> so some of the, the naughty things she gets up to. Some of the naughty things yeah. she gets up to. Oh, right. Some of it I can't get my head around, but that's fine. <laughs> really? There's a, there's a few things you can't get your head around. Yeah, the uh, electricity stuff. The electricity, we didn't talk about no, the electricity stuff, no, so uh, I'm, I'm sure we'll have to have her back at some yeah. point again <laughs> and see her again and, and talk about some electric stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a little bit of a fan of the electric play. She is. And by that, we don't mean that she likes sticking pins in plug sockets. And I am terrified of it. <laughs> I know. Well, I, I remember we used to have a rubber ducky. <laughs> rubber ducky, you're the one. And all that. Yeah. Um, that used to light up if you put it in the bath. 
Oh. And you wouldn't go in the bath if that thing was in there. I don't trust it. <laughs> it wasn't plugged in. Well, I don't trust electricity near water. Really? No, funny but, that. But you have an electric toothbrush. Right, fair. I still don't trust electricity and water. Really? No. Okay, fair no. enough. Okay, well, let's move swiftly <laughs> away from... Hang on. Also, you have, like, vibrators and sex toys that get wet. Oh, I don't. Do you I? You put lube on them. Well, it's different, isn't it? Hmm. You've got selective fear. I do. <laughs> selective, selective fear. Well, uh, once again, thank you very much to Loz for joining us. It was so lovely to catch up with you and have a good old natter. Hopefully we can talk to you again soon and see you again soon mm. and not leave it so long this time. Um, we'll be back again next week. And as we promised, we're not going to tell you what we're doing this weekend because you've heard enough about what we're up to. Mm. Uh, but rest assured, we'll have some interesting and sexy topics to talk about and also some nerd things that we're going to share as per normal. Sorry? Always. Always. Yeah. Um, Nerd quote is always high with you. What? You can't back that up. (laughs) I can. Fine. Right then. Well, Mrs. H, I think the last couple of times I've done the ending bit. Have you? I have. I think I have. I've been getting some practice in. Okay. You've sneaked that in there. I I snuck it in. You snuck it in. Snooky! I cannot protect you. (laughs) So, Mrs. H. Well, thank you for hopping into our bed. So, Mrs. H, there's not very long until we get desire. Mm-hmm. How do you think it's going to go? How do I think it's going to go? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think it's going to be spectacular. Ah, spectacular, <laughs> you say? Yeah. Ah, what costumes are you wearing? Spectacular ones. Really? Yeah. Why are you saying spectacular a lot? Uh, well, it's... Um, it just sums it up. It's spectacular, isn't it? Really? Mm. So, are you going as the Little Mermaid at any point? The Little Mermaid? Yeah, there's a nautical theme. Oh, I, I'm no Little Mermaid. Because I remember you saying you wanted to be under the sea. <laughs> I don't know, there's something a bit fishy about that tale, dear. <gasps> you can't say that. Why? That's rude. No, it isn't. Did you just call one of our friends fishy? No. I think you I did. I called your joke fishy. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah.